It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Nintendo holds a less than satisfying direct. February 23rd, 2024. This is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in just about five minutes. Coming up, we'll catch everyone up on the number of layoffs the video game industry has had this year. EA is offering a paltry sum to college athletes for their likeness. And we'll check out the week that was in video game news with the Friday Replay. Nintendo held a Nintendo Direct this week, and the gaming community has been relatively quiet about it, which, I guess, isn't too surprising because this was a partner showcase, which, honestly, didn't have many new announcements. The bulk of the 24-minute presentation was set aside to announce the Nintendo Switch port of several titles, including Disney Epic Mickey Rebrushed, a remake of the original Epic Mickey that was released on the Wii U back in 2010, and set to release sometime this year. Atlas came to the Direct with Shin Megami Tensei 5 Vengeance, which looks to be a Switch port of 2021 Shin Megami Tensei 5. However, Atlas has added a new chapter called The Vengeance Saga. Shin Megami Tensei 5 is releasing on June 21st and will definitely be overshadowed by Elden Ring Shadow of the Erd Tree. On March 14th, the original PlayStation 2 Star Wars Battlefront games are making their way to the Nintendo Switch. They're being bundled together into the Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection. The developer Aspire has also added new playable characters as well as new maps to these classic shooters. And the last thing I'm going to cover is Nintendo adding a couple of rare titles to the Nintendo Online Switch subscription service. At first, this had me really excited because I thought we might actually see some of Rare's best Nintendo games like Banjo-Kazooie or Conker's Bad Fur Day or hell, even Donkey Kong 64. However, we got five 
obscure, rare titles that really no one played, like N64's Blast Chords or Super Nintendo's Killer Instinct. Though Rare did throw us a bone with Super Nintendo's Battletoads and Battle Maniacs. The other two Rare titles include Snake, Rattle, and Roll and RC Pro-Am 32 Tracks of Racing Thrills, both of which launched on the original Nintendo Entertainment System. Overall, this recent Nintendo Direct didn't really show off much that wasn't already slated for other consoles. That being said, though, if you want to check out the full 24-minute presentation, a convenient link will be provided in today's show description. Since the last time we did the video game layoff roundup, we've seen a total of 16 studios across the industry lay off approximately 2,500 people, bringing the total laid off so far this year close to 7,000 people. The largest layoff this month came from Paramount Global, the parent company of Nickelodeon. Back on February 15th, Paramount laid off the entire Nickelodeon Noggin development team. For those that are unaware, Noggin was a subscription-based application for children, sporting over 1,000 educational games, videos, and books based on Nickelodeon's franchises for children between the ages of 2 and 7, all of which was created by 800 developers who were unceremoniously let go from their positions. Paramount has also removed the Noggin application from the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Existing subscribers to Noggin will be given a transition period of some kind before the app application is taken offline entirely. Overall, it's unclear as to why Paramount is cutting one of its largest development studios. However, Paramount is slated to have its quarter four earnings report with investors on February 28th. So hopefully then executives can shed more light on why they chose to close such a large studio. Electronic Arts is changing up how they're going to represent college football players in the upcoming EA Sports College Football 25. Prior to 2021, college athletes, regardless of the sport they played, were barred from selling their names, images, or likenesses under National Collegiate Athletics Association rules. These rules were found unconstitutional by the U.S. Supreme Court, which struck them down entirely. This rule change now allows Electronic Arts to solicit actual college professionals to use their names and likenesses in their game. Now, this all sounds like a huge win-win for EA and college football players. However, EA is only offering $600 and a copy of the game to players who opt into being included in EA Sports College Football 25. EA is sending out contracts to over 11,000 players across 134 schools who agreed to be licensed for this game. Electronic Arts also revealed that they're planning on sending over 100 deals to separate athletes who presumably have large social media followings. These deals seem to be partnerships to market EA Sports College Football 25 using popular athletes' social media reach. EA notes that if a player doesn't opt into this contract for $600, they will be replaced with a generic player that has average stats compared to the rest of the roster. Overall, I find the $600 payout to be an insultingly low number, especially to use someone's likeness in a game that's going to generate hundreds of millions of dollars. 
dollars. Royalties of some kind should be paid out at the very least to people who opt in. There are also the ethical concerns of putting thousands of real people into a video game. We've seen several issues when it comes to using someone's likeness in games such as tattoo art not being licensed or if that person is found to be, oh, I don't know, morally bankrupt. Given all of that, though, it's going to be fascinating to see how all of this pans out, if it's going to be good for college-age football players or a potential controversy for electronic arts. All right, it's Friday, and this is where we like to check out a podcast review. And guess what? We earned one this week. And this one comes to us from CastBox from Rehabilitated R1 Spammer. They say, longtime listener, first-time reviewer, I've followed the career of Nate Bender from his humble beginnings as the host of Limit Break Radio through a podcast reborn, Final Encountercast, Checkpoint Radio, and now to Let's Play Daily Gaming News. There are several offshoots that Nate has produced with his friends and colleagues over the years, way too many to name, but each and every podcast and project, Nate brings the right people to the table to create something special. With Aaron, Nate has created the best one-stop shop for all all the news you need to know in gaming. While I miss the unscripted longer-form podcasts with a narrower scope, I'm glad Nate has continued to lend his voice and expertise to another project that I can enjoy on a near-daily basis. For the people who see this review, if you're looking for consistent video game news podcasts with well-researched stories, Let's Play Daily Gaming News is that podcast. Thank you so much, Rehabilitated R1 Spammer. I really appreciate all of the kind words and that you followed my career so voraciously. Be like Rehabilitated R1 Spammer. Head on over to Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Podchaser, or just good old Amazon.com and leave us a review for the show. We'll read it here on Fridays. All right, with it being Friday, let's check out some of the biggest stories from this week in gaming with the Friday Replay. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Starting off today, we finally got some good news out of the gaming world as Bandai Namco surprised everyone by revealing a three-minute gameplay trailer for Elden Ring Shadow of the Erd Tree. We saw a host of new bosses and locations and got confirmation that this DLC will be centered around Mikola, the most mysterious of America's demigod children. It also looks like players will be getting new armor, weapons, skills, spells, and items to help them in their journey. 
And while I'll leave speculating about the story to folks like Vadi Vidya, I'll say that this trailer has piqued my anticipation. And if I were a betting man, I would guess it's also piqued yours as well. Well, fear not tarnished because Shadow of the Erd Tree will come to the lands between on June 21st, 2024. Embracer Group held its 2023 financial results call with investors last week, and we finally got a better look at Embracer Group's absolutely insane restructuring program. Last year, Embracer Group fumbled a deal with Saudi Arabia's Savvy Games Group, which was estimated to be worth $2 billion. Since that deal went south, starting in June, Embracer Group entered into its restructuring program, which has seen four studio closures and upwards of 2,000 people laid off from across the conglomerate. Sadly, though, these severe cuts in labor and operating costs still haven't made up for the $2 billion deficit. Embracer revealed that they ended the 2023 fiscal year with $1.5 billion of new debt. The restructuring program was supposed to bring Embracer Group's debt down to $762 million. Despite the nearly $840 million shortfall, Embracer Group CEO Lars Wingefors told investors that the restructuring program is, quote, approaching the final stretch. Wingefors further elaborated, stating that the final portions of of the restructuring will continue to focus on possible divestments or consolidation, meaning that Embracer Group is planning on selling off more studios or merging teams and studios, both of which don't bode well for the remaining 9,000 developers under the Embracer umbrella or for the multitude of projects Embracer has taken ownership of. Wingefors also told investors that these final cost-cutting measures wouldn't reduce Embracer's debt to the expected 760 million mark, though he did give reassurances to investors by saying that, quote, Embracer Group's overruling principle is to always maximize shareholder value in any given situation. This one sentence in particular puts into perspective why the video game industry as a whole is experiencing massive layoffs. Shareholders want a return on their pandemic investments over the last four years, and the video game industry didn't exponentially grow like it was predicted. To. So the lowest on the totem pole, the people who actually do the work, are the first to go, all in an attempt to make investors more money. Following up on Microsoft's cross-platform experiment, Xbox's president of game content and studios, Matt Booty, revealed which four titles will be coming to Nintendo Switch and Sony's PlayStation 4 and 5 consoles. The four titles include two Obsidian games, Pentiment and Grounded, as well as Tango Gameworks Hi-Fi Rush and Rare's Sea of Thieves. Confirming two of the earlier leaks this month that correctly predicted Hi-Fi Rush and Sea of Thieves. Booty finished the announcement by reassuring gamers that Microsoft is committed to publishing games wherever they play games. The first game Microsoft will be sending over to the competition will be Pentiment, Obsidian's narrative adventure based on European history. Pentiment is heading over to the Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and PlayStation 5 today. 
Hi-Fi Rush, the rhythm-based action-adventure game, will launch on PlayStation 5 on March 19th. Grounded, Obsidian survival base-building game inspired by the movie Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, comes out on April 16th to all platforms with crossplay. And lastly, Rare's multiplayer pirate simulator Sea of Thieves is releasing on PlayStation 5 on April 30th. And again, Microsoft is supporting crossplay between Xbox, PC, and PlayStation 5. Overall, this isn't the strongest launch lineup that Microsoft could have offered, but it's also not necessarily a paltry offering either. Though given how fast these titles are heading out to the competition, we could potentially see more Microsoft exclusives reach Sony and Nintendo by the end of the year. In esports news, Activision Blizzard is getting sued over their alleged monopoly in Call of Duty esports. The lawsuit was filed in Los Angeles District Court by Optic Texas CEO Hector Rodriguez and former Call of Duty professional Seth Abner. Rodriguez and Abner are both accusing Activision Blizzard of creating a monopoly by acquiring Major League Gaming in 2016. Major League Gaming at that time was the largest competitor to ActaBliz's own homegrown league. The lawsuit continues to detail that Activision Blizzard refused to grant licenses to other tournament organizers to put on their own esports events with Call of Duty games, leading to the eventual outcome that the Call of Duty League was the only professional tournament in Call of Duty esports. It's also alleged that Activision Blizzard discriminated against Rodriguez by denying him the ability to own and operate a Call of Duty League team without a, quote, Activision-approved corporate sponsor, forcing Rodriguez to partner with a billionaire investor or dissolve his Call of Duty League team. The lawsuit outlines that Rodriguez was forced to relinquish 92% of the ownership of Optic Texas to investors. Activision Blizzard was also noted to be limiting all players' compensation unless it was through ActaBliz themselves, meaning players were restricted from sponsorships and stream revenue that wasn't directly sanctioned by Activision Blizzard. Rodriguez and Abner are seeking $680 million in damages as well as legal fees. Activision Blizzard has responded to the lawsuit by saying it, quote, has no basis in fact or law. Activision Blizzard further alleges that Rodriguez and Abner demanded ActaBliz pay them tens of millions of dollars in order to avoid this lawsuit. Overall, given Activision Blizzard's track record so far with esports leagues, it's no surprise they're finally getting sued for Call of Duty esports. That being said, though, it'll be fascinating to see the outcome of this case because it could have wide-reaching implications for how much control game publishers can exert over their esports scenes. Nintendo. On Valentine's Day last week, Ubisoft employees who are a part of the union STJV, or in French, Syndicat des travailleurs et travailleuses du jeu vidéo. Thank you, there's no way I would have been able to say that, organized a strike against the video game developer. 700 total employees joined the strike across all of Ubisoft's French studios in Paris and several other cities in France. Striking workers' demands are simple better wages. 
This is because Ubisoft offered, for a second year in a row, a raise that would bring workers' salaries just below the cost of living for most places in France, and in Paris's case, well below. STJV pointed out that Ubisoft, despite the last couple of years of rocky sales, have been seeing an uptick in profits. Yet Ubisoft is continuing to balance their budget off of workers' salaries by cutting $215 million off their production costs over the next two years. Overall, it'll be interesting to see if STJV and these Ubisoft employees can secure better pay. Though given Ubisoft's reputation for how they treat their employees, I have my doubts that Ubisoft will take the strike seriously unless it actually affects their bottom line in a considerable way. All right, well, that's it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back for the next episode of Let's Play. Follow us on TikTok at Let's Play Gaming News and leave us a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Podchaser, and Amazon. Story selection and writing by Aaron Pillen. You can follow him on Blue Sky at Lloyd FFXI. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash limit break radio my name is nate bender keep listening ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.